0: Retro
1: now. Today's episode is brought to you by our patrons over at patreon.com slash Special thanks goes to Bemused Horseman, Christian, Kyle, Leaf, McCoy, MJ, Nebby, Ketzel, Rapid Kirby 3K, Tamara, The Inferno Birdie, The Cartoon Gamer, Weffi. Marjorie, Marty, Melissa, Patrick, Brian, and Micah. Thanks so much for your support, and if you would like to join them, head on over to patreon.com slash we got a special offer that's going on until February 20th. More about that later in the show. And welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Animaniacast
0: it
2: appears we have new guests welcome my dearies <laughs> I am Dr. Faginsniff howdy doody name's Yak Dawkins Faginsniff better known amongst me more intimates as the artful Yakker this here's Dotty Bates how dare you call me Dotty? it's your name in this sketch sis we all have to make adjustments look at me, I'm wearing a coat I'm still not wearing any pants it's in me contract <laughs> and this pantsless wonder is Wackabur twist
1: And welcome, everybody, once again to another episode of the Animaniacast. This, of course, is the podcast that's dedicated to the animated television series uh, Animaniacs. And, of course, we also talk about the the sister shows, such as Pinky and the Brain, Tiny Toon Adventures, and Precazoid. But today, we are talking about an episode of the Animaniacs reboot. We're talking about the second season. We're talking about the Eight episode, and this one had well, a, a Oliver Twist parody and another Pinky the Brain episode, perfect for Pinky the Brain shippers. I am Joey, and joining me once again is my brother Nathan. Talk to the hand because the Pinky can't control them anymore. <laughs> and across <laughs> the country in Georgia, there's Kelly. Hello. Hello. Yes, this. I wrote down and right here that this episode would be, is perfect, a perfect episode for Pinky and the Brain shippers, because there was some some nice stuff for them, I think, in this one. But um, (laughs) yes, yes, this one is episode 21 of the reboot, which includes Whackover Twist, parts one and two, and then of course, Plight of Hand, which uh, features Pinky and the Brain, or Pinky Loses control of his hands. Ooh, evil hands. And if someone were to ask you about this episode in just a few words, what what would you tell them, Nathan? Oh, like uh, musicals, spookies. <laughs> musical spookies. This is an interesting combination of words you have right there. <laughs> and Kelly, what about you?
3: Please, sir, I don't want any more.
1: Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we, as we all know, this particular episode premiered on Saturday, November 5th of 2021, which brings us to everybody's favorite part, which is our November 5th Facts theme song, Nathan, Take It Away. Saturday, November
4: 5th. I think it was November 5th. Yeah. It was the facts <laughs> of that day that we sing about right now. And this is the we go. Oh, hey.
1: <laughs> Yay. Very nice. See that you could actually put to a tune. So we could put that to a backup track. <laughs> I think they might have to do a little modding of the the, the, the track, but they could work. It's it could my work.
4: pitch. And yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> auto-tune
1: it.
3: Some auto-tuner. Yeah. Somewhere.
1: Oh, man. Okay. Well, Nathan, tell us, what are some November 5th facts? <laughs> um, oh, so
4: um, this episode features a musical. Yes. Uh, so I did some musical facts here. So um, here we go. In 1963, it was the birthday of Andrea McCardle. Who uh, stars the <laughs> the title role? Do You know, I know
3: this. I know this. Yes, Annie. Annie. Yes,
4: Annie. She was uh, actually the second Annie, technically, because there was an off Broadway Annie first, but uh, she was the uh, the one everyone knows. She was nominated for a Tony, uh, just to lose it to her co star, the youngest one at the time, maybe they still. Anyways, yeah, uh, and then in 1987. Uh, Stephen Sotheim and James Lippin's elaborate interweaving of multiple fairy tales into the woods opens on Broadway um, at the Martin Beck Theater. Uh, Lapin, who uh, also wrote the book, directed it with the cast that included Joanna Gleason, Chip Zane, and Bernadette Peters. Yeah. From Bernadette Peters. Yeah. It ran for 765 performances. And then in 2020, uh, Catherine Burton, uh, she wrote a sequel to Oliver Twist, another twist in the tale, and that hit the bookstores in 2020. So, oh,
1: wow. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. well,
4: that's
1: what we like, all know that was really popular, and we've all heard. Yeah. It, <laughs> it has a 4.3 on Google. You Books. know what? Out of 10 out of five hey that's not bad i mean i i don't know maybe i feel like people read books and then they give a good review well if you're gonna invest that much time (laughs) in the book exactly yeah the people who give it one star like got two chapters in and said i'm done yeah exactly. and i'm not gonna waste my time writing a review i think it's a probably a short book too it's for for children but there you go there you you go if you like Oliver Twist, there's a sequel out there. <laughs> well, there we are. Well, maybe we'll get a, a sequel to Whackover Twist. This, by the way, I think it was the the episode that, of course, Jess Harnell and a lot of like pre season two promotional stuff was talking about. Um, they kept talking about this musical episode. This musical episode, and I guess Jess Harnell mentioned something about it being one of his favorite musicals. Maybe even. Him being in it at some point? Yeah, I think he was in it as a child. Yeah, so I'd like to hear more about that. Maybe we can get – I've invited Jess Harnell on the show a couple times, but he's a busy guy. So anytime you guys see him in a con or something like that, tell him, hey, I'd love to see you or hear you on the cast. Yeah, we'll we'll ask the hard-hitting questions. Yeah, Oh, yeah. Like, tell us about Oliver Twist. You know, this is – no one's going (laughs) to – no one else is asking me these questions. You know it's going to be an entertaining hour to hear Jess Harnell talk. So uh, that's very, very true. Well, uh, let's go ahead and get straight into our discussion right now. But before we do, we got to talk about the variable verse, which today was dot combing a horse's mane and saying, "This horse's maney."
0: This horse's maney.
1: And um, that it's horse, true, yeah, it was a horse's mane. <laughs> The horse did not look very happy about being brushed for some reason. Look, a grumpy horse. But most most things that – most creatures that the the uh, Warners come across are very grumpy in some point, one way or another, even if it doesn't quite make sense. But, yeah, that guy was grumpy. Uh, I guess let's get right into Whack of Twist. <laughs> and we're going to combine parts one and two because why not? They should have combined it one and <laughs> – because, quite frankly, <laughs> they should have combined one and two, it's in It's easier opinion. to talk
4: about this way. I yeah, think.
1: and it's easier to talk about. So here we go. Here we go. her Twist, parts one and two. And Wackover Twist was written by Lucas Crandalls and Timothy Nash, and it was directed by Brett Varen. And Nathan, what happens in Animaniacs Reboot's first big musical?
4: Oh boy. Okay. Well, uh, we start off in an orphanage, just like in Oliver Twist, and all the orphans are getting fed gruel, similar to Oliver Twist. And hey, Wacko wants uh, not more, but he wants seconds, um, which uh, is not allowed. So, uh, Pinky the Brain as Mr. Uh, Brainover. What, is, what are they? <laughs> Mr. and Mrs.
1: Brainover, I think. That's Yeah. yeah. I
3: thought it was Brain Bowl.
1: Brain Bowl? That might be it. Brainable. Uh, Brainable. Yeah. The Brainables.
2: Just thinking of eating, it's enough to make me drool. Oh, gruel, sickening gruel, maggoty gruel.
0: Gruesome old gruel.
2: What's for dessert? Is it more gruel? I gonna get my gruel
4: they kick him out so it's like oh no uh, and not just wacko but also yakko and dot uh, the artful yakko and dotty dotty bates <laughs> dotty bates um, they're all kicked out of the orphanage um, and all wacko wants is more gruel and they figure there's more gruel in the city so they head off in a montage where they get hit by lots of mud uh, and then they find they're in the city, and Wacko smells something from behind a wall. It's gruel. And wouldn't you know it, Dr. Scratch and Sniff is back there, but he's not Dr. Scratch and Sniff. No, no, he is uh, Dr. something else, Vegan Sniff. Vegan <laughs> Sniff. <laughs> uh, all these, uh, I've never seen Oliver, unfortunately. I Oliver did Twist, when so. I was
1: very young, yeah. and it's a very long movie, so I don't. I, I think I only got about halfway through, even as a kid, because it's, it's long. It's one of those movies that I believe has an intermission in it. And, hey, uh, this has an tr- intermission, which is coming sure out.
4: So does. Dr. <laughs> um is not willing to give uh, our, our Warner siblings any uh, gruel unless they can, you know, work for it, basically. So what can they do? Um, and one of the many things that Wacko... And, this is entertaining um and he's like hey if you so there's a whole song about how um if they entertain then maybe they can pickpocket while they they're singing
2: eh? well, we may have some use for you after all for you see in this sketch one thing counts Musical numbers, large amounts This slop you see don't come for free You'll have to sing a song for your gruel, boy Have to sing a song for your gruel
4: So, uh, that's what he's going to do Although, during the song, they're actually able to overhear Dr. Fagan talking about pickpocketing, And they're actually they're actually against it, but... <sighs>
2: pocketing but we're
4: chaotic good it would go against our whole character alignment
2: you could hear all that just because you sing it doesn't mean we can't hear it <laughs> that would be a ridiculous rule
4: uh so yeah the song is you have to sing a song for your gruel uh yes. and yeah it's a kind of cute song So, well. uh that's in the tune of pick a pocket or two yes and <laughs> i know that much yeah that was a good song yeah, I like that one. And of course, and the,
1: gr- the gruesome, gruesome Old Gruel is sort of like food, glorious food. But yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, remember that song.
4: Ooh, <laughs> I mean, like I remember Gruesome Gruel. Dun, mm-hmm.
1: dun, dun, dun. Yeah.
4: And... Uh, so that that's how the end of act one goes, you would say. And then we have an intermission where we get to see Pinky the Brain. We'll talk about that later. And then act two comes back. <laughs> and hey, when did you know it? Uh, the Warners are out and they're ready to sing some songs for the public to entertain. They're going to bring around the hats and have people give them uh, little donations. Uh, the song that they decide to sing is Yakko's Countries of the Early 19th Century,
1: which is... Similar to uh, Countries of the World, Yakko's World. Yeah. Uh, I think they call it Yakko's – well, he calls it – they call it Countries of the Early 19th Century and then officially called Yakko's World in the 1800s is what I believe it's called.
4: Oh, really? I think yeah. in the credits it's called Yakko's Countries in the Early 19th Century.
1: I, I think – I, I checked. Did I read it? I, read it I, right I, I checked. It's it, – yeah. Okay.
2: Britain and Prussia, the Empire of Russia, to Sicily, Sulu, Siam, The Papal State, Zululan, Persian Empire, and Jolov, Kabu, and Bhutan. Ashanti and Toro, Punjab and Banyoro, Holy Roman Empire is gone. Dahomey, Bukhara, Salangor, Bambara, the Ottomans, Parma, and Kong. There's Brunswick, Bavaria, Central America, Schleswig and Saxe, Coburg Gotha? Archduchy of Austria, next Queen Victoria, goodbye the Empire Maratha.
4: They're singing, they're, they're, everyone's getting pickpocketed, they don't even know it like what they're giving donations as well um so they bring all the coins to dr fagin sniff and he uh gives them each one serving a gruel and one fagin coin which is just as good as real money he says and they're like okay uh but wacko wants more gruel he knows the other kids are getting more gruel so he's like hey i want to be an employee just like them and it turns out he has to uh has a pickpocket just like them but instead of pickpocketing nora norita who is the person that catches the pickpocketing uh, uh she sees that wacko's behind her when she loses her pocket watch blames him he goes to trial with yakko and dot um ralph catches them it's pretty fun
0: uh, hello, hello, hello. And, uh, what is all of this thing? and
4: we have uh, a a. a a judge that may look familiar to some people. Uh,
1: <laughs> yes, I was very happy the, to see this is the original uh, anime, animated series. Yeah, yeah. Judge M- Plots Th- Thaddeus Plots makes his mm-hmm. return. Guilty, guilty, guilty.
3: Ten years hard labor. Have them
0: deported to the colony.
2: Here you go, pal. Get us a nice cell on the ship. Hmm? Something in premium
1: convict. How nice to see him return! I was just like, yay. Yeah, it's that nice. Was, that was very nice. Um, to be official, there was a there was
4: a king that kind of sounded like him too in the first season, but yeah, but didn't, it didn't really look, look like him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's back, and he sentenced them to twenty years, and they give him. They try to bribe him, so with a fake coin, they send. A, he doubles their sentence. Uh, that's when he notices that it's a Fagin coin, and hey, Fagin sniff is in. Like what looks like the jury box,
1: but he's—it seems like he's just in the audience. I don't know. <laughs> Thank you curious. for pointing that out. Yes, he says he—he <laughs> he says he shouldn't have come to watch the trial. And I'm like, watch the trial? How did you get in the jury box there, Scratch and Sniff? <laughs> <laughs> you just got—you just came to the trial and just sat with the jury. It's, okay it's England in the early, you know, the rules, they were, so I don't know what pretty loose rules back then. Exactly. So
4: there, the, maybe the audience sat there. Maybe the, there was no jury maybe. So there you go. Uh, uh, there was also another song conceive of yourself as well. Earlier, uh, just kind of thrown in and
3: that was was based on consider yourself, which they
4: could have just said, consider yourself. It's, would have been the same which exact. That,
3: that that is one of the songs that i actually know from oliver <laughs> <laughs> let me explain
2: <laughs> conceive of yourself freelance conceive of yourself not a real employee sign here you don't have to read certain legal protections might be something you concede
4: but yeah it would have been the same thing if they said consider yourself instead of conceit of yourself. Like, it seemed like they were trying, they were
1: really trying to push the, we got to change things up. And it's I like, think you could have said consider yourself still, and then yeah. still change the rest of the lyrics. It's yeah. fine. We'll talk more about the songs in a little Anyways, bit, but
4: yeah. Uh, he notices that they, that Fagans, the Fagin Sniff is the bad guy. So he sent his Sniff to prison and it turns out, Hey, uh, I guess Norita, uh, Rita Norita drops all the charges and maybe adopts the kids. And that's when Pink in the Brain uh, bust through the wall and a giant elephant, run by gruel,
1: orphans or something, and they're yeah. going to take over Parliament. And that's it. That's how it ends. Knock down Big Ben. They knocked over Big Ben. Yeah. So there you go. Destroying things. This is the pinky in the brain, of course, that destroy things instead of <laughs> just ruling. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what they do in this uh, the reboot.
0: Parliament will crumble like an overflowered Scottish shortbread. Onwards, vile orphans. Onwards!
4: <laughs>
2: wow. Maybe we should have stuck with that storyline. Yeah. Looks way more interesting than our heavy-handed treatment of workers' rights.
1: Uh, Well, uh, yeah, I wasn't a big fan of them splitting this up. Um, quite frankly, I kind of liked the – at least – I don't know the concept of it. I think I'm like, oh, good, a musical, but it just, I don't know. It, it certainly didn't stick the landing on this one. Um, but what did you guys think about? Uh, well, I guess let's first start with some of the references. There was a Flashdance reference. Obviously, the songs are are in there, all referencing the uh, the uh, the musical Oliver. Uh, but other than that, I mean, there's there's basically, I mean, references to fagin coin is a very cryptocurrency kind of mm-hmm. thing which i mean i don't know if you guys were paying attention to at all with social media lately but rob paulson decided to to partner up with some uh, folks who do nfts mm-hmm. and boy oh boy did people get mad at rob <laughs> or at least disappointed and pleading with him to change his mind because um I'm not a big fan of NFTs. I think they're kind of ridiculous. Um, And many people do as well, but for many different reasons.
4: There's pros and cons to NFTs. NFTs aren't all bad because there's ways that artists can actually get supported for things that they would never get money on otherwise, you know. Well, I'm not going to get into it. because And it doesn't actually, like, NFTs don't make sense to buy, really, unless you want nothing because you're getting like it doesn't mean that it's taken off the internet for other people right. like other people could still share and use it all they want but if you want to say that you own the original picasso or whatever then you can have that nft but everyone can make as many copies of that picasso as you you know you yeah. can't stop that that's not that,
1: that art and it's not even like and it's completely identical it's not yeah. even like like well yeah. that picasso Yes, it's a copy and you could say it's an art print and you can look and say it's a yeah, photo. No, it's
4: the exact same. So if you yeah. want to use it as... I remember seeing things like people getting upset on Twitter because like, oh, I purchased this NFT and this person is using it as their uh, picture. And it's like, yeah, they can. You, they can. That's what NFTs are. You They can use it as much as they want and you own the license to it, but you just can't kind of stop. a scam. Yeah. But uh at least you gave that artist some money, I guess. So there you go. I guess. If you, you want to support artists, then that's a way but, to do it. Yeah, I
1: think the problem is when it's when it's uh not necessarily even the artists doing it, but that's a lot getting of companies, the money, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of companies. it's a lot so really what it comes down to is no. No no good. No good. <laughs> I stay away from them. Uh but anyway, we're not the NFT podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, any any comments about what we just said about NFTs? Uh, yeah, we're not going to. We'll about answer anything. all. Yeah, we, no, I don't want to answer. We us excessively until we answer. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't, Joey. You'll answer that, right? <laughs> no, I will forward them all to Nathan and say, "Look what you have done! <laughs> Look what you've done!" Uh, at any rate, uh, but that's, I mean, pretty much the 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 stuff what. Uh, with references. But what are some of the things you liked about this uh, first cartoon? Uh, what are some things you didn't like? Uh, I guess, Kelly, let's start with you.
3: Okay. Um, the thing I liked was the, the Nations of the World. Uh, new version of the song. Yes. Um, that's always good. And I didn't like all the, the gruel. It was just another, like, gross episode. And it was gross and green and I don't know. Just, <laughs> um, and maybe I would have appreciated it more if I, I feel like I have seen the movie Oliver, but I I can't say for certain. I know I, I seen bits of it because we did some of the songs in um, chorus and middle school, which is how I know, consider yourself and, There was another one, uh, Who Will Buy My Sweet Red Roses. Who
1: will buy this wonderful morning? Something like that, isn't that? Yeah,
3: yeah. So I I know that song, too. Um, But, uh, yeah, it's it's not a musical or movie adaptation of a musical I'm overly familiar with. And that's it.
1: All right. Uh, Yeah, it was definitely gross. And the thing that didn't, the gruel didn't necessarily gross me out in this one. Even though it doesn't, one in some shots, like, show Yeah, they eyeballs. have, like, eyeballs. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've, hey, I've seen one of my favorite movies is Temple of Doom. They have eyeball soup. Oh,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the lyrics to the song are, like, rancid, fetid. I mean, it's just the lyrics were even gross.
1: Yeah. Um, but there was a really, really gross part as well when they're, like, walking through and they're getting you know, oh, mud gosh. on them. And then a person Ugh. throws human waste on them. I just assumed it was mud as well. Nope. Because they get it because it's coming from inside a house, Mm -hmm. out of a bucket. And then it even dot sniffs her finger.
3: Sniffs, yeah.
1: Yeah. Which dot does sound a little muffled in this one. This did sound like it's weird because Rob sounded fine in this one, as far as I could tell. Mm-hmm. But but now Tress McNeil sounded a little muffled. Like this one was recorded COVID times. I just really wish they they could have uh, done some ADR or something like that on um, on these episodes where they, the first time around they you know call those temp tracks. Now do it again, you know, because I don't know they just kind of sound weird sometimes. This time it was Dot's turn. Um, but the thing, I mean, I did like Cockney Ralph. I did like the the. Countries of the nineteenth century, mm-hmm. um, and Cockney Ralph was funny because he goes "hello, hello, hello." <laughs> it was pretty funny, uh, and, and of course, Plots was cool. But yeah, it was kind of gross. And the 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 thing I really didn't like was like they almost they were they don't drop the f bomb, but basically they stop scratch and sniff from dropping the f bomb mm-hmm. during one of the songs, which I thought that was. Um, not not uh, necessarily in tune with the animaniacs that I'm uh, used to.
2: If it's a chance to be that you have made a small mistake, I need a bathroom break. Tough luck. So go out and sing and dance, and if you pee your pants, then I don't give a. Good night, everybody.
4: Good night, everybody. Uh, I hey did them. like you, I did like you have to sing for your gruel as a song. At least more than the other that, that was a little closer to the
1: actual tune yeah. of the songs right mm-hmm. so that it was, sounded yeah i thought it sounded
4: nice and some of the lyrics were fun and it kind of furthered the plot as well because then he says like wow. how they're going to so i was like oh yeah like there we go that's that was a good song yeah I and think. it
1: was kind of cute where Rocco was like saying like or maybe it was yakko saying that they heard everything that he said and, and, yeah dot saying like that would be such a weird rule yeah <laughs> exactly that that's that was that was cute yeah I thought uh, that but was that great. was I agree that that was probably the best song it seems like the parody like the way that they were trying to mix up the tunes just not as it just wasn't as successful as it had been in previous musical episodes where it was different but you still knew what tune they were like mm. I feel feathery, oh so feathery, you know stuff like yeah. that. It's just like you can you can keep most of the words the same, but just invert the notes at the end to make it different. Yeah, and, and honestly, I, I you know I mean how much do you have to really change? It's a parody, isn't parody protected? I don't know. Maybe it's I not. think
4: it's protected. I did like Yakko's countries, of course, and uh, having Rob. Paulson come back for I'm uh, sorry Randy Rogel coming back. You to know what? Write, write that. It
1: did say That's in nice. the it, it did say in there that he co-wrote that that. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know if that just means. And it says perf- It also said performed by Robin Randy, which yeah. I thought was interesting. Like I because I listened to it the second time around and I was like, is he? Pl- I don't hear him probably playing piano or anything or probably like it was the, the orchestra composition composer maybe I or guess. something. The main thing is I don't think it was really necessarily randy helping write it other than it was just based upon the song that he wrote so they kind of gave Maybe. him writing credit well, i don't know it. i Maybe. don't know he was the composer it says um yeah. on the wiki so i just i, I just feel well, that I, assume so. have
3: to ask him if we can get him on again yeah
1: i just really feel that randy wasn't really utilized as much as he uh should be in this in this reboot um which i know i i've heard rumors as to why that is, but I'm not going to talk about them because yeah. they're just rumors and we don't know about it.
4: Well, uh, it's sure. nice regardless of that. He got exactly. it because it was like, it was definitely heavily inspired by uh, Yakko's world. So yes. Uh,
1: um, but yeah, overall, it's just, like I said, it was, it was nice, uh, but I really wish it was kind of like a traditional Animaniacs musical where you had more cast members from an anim, like Animaniacs. Even if it wasn't like they're just using a lot of these standard kids and stuff, you know, some of them were probably I think from the preschool episode with Brain. Mm -hmm. Um but the the variety characters that they're using are all just like people, you know, just standard, boring people. And I got Noro Norita. Yeah. Norita (laughs) Norita. Yeah. But I really I, I miss the days where we could just have Rita and Runt and the Good Feathers just playing the different parts, and maybe they don't even have really lines, but they're just there because it's a because that's the concept of a variety show. You know, you have a cast of these actors, and it's not necessarily that they have to stay in their own world. they can all do a musical together or skit or sketch, as they call it in this one, which I thought like this is not a sketch, this is a full cartoon. Yeah. And the other thing is they, they talk about how we, uh we've been singing since 150 years from now and referring to we started singing in the 1990s or something like that or entertaining. And I thought, well, tech I mean it would have been nice if they 1930s should have been in the 1930s. Again, we ta- we had our discussion with uh Tom Ruger about this on our Patreon with one of the commentaries is that the Warners in the reboot they're not they're not from the thirties anymore. <laughs> these, these are not, these characters uh, have come from the nineties. Mm-hmm. Well, they're that's clones where they're from. So. That's right. Nathan, <laughs> tell your theory about. <laughs> okay, the again, warners. Well, So Space. they're,
4: they're reanimated as they say in the opening credits. And they're, they're clearly clones of the original warners. That's why we have a, a drastic park opening on the first episode is because we're shown that they are at least partial DNA of the original warners. And that's why they don't have any memories in the last 30 years. They just have... So we took the memories that they had at that moment and we cloned it. Kind of like a multiplicity clone. So not like a born from an egg, but like born from
1: at that moment. So that's... Are these the copies of the copies of the copies? Yeah, exactly. So they're
4: copies of a copy, but they probably <laughs> they might also have like genetics from a, a toad or something. You know, that's why, or something with fangs. So that something gives them with fangs, because they yeah. all got fangs. They got so they were they're merged with, and so they're clones. That's it, and that's it answers all your questions. And you're like, why aren't they there? They weren't born the like
1: these were born the ninety. These are the ninety versions of got gotcha. so. you. Yep. So the 1930s versions I'm uh, hoping are still around somewhere. They're around on Hulu. You can watch uh season 1 through. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh yeah is there anything else in this first this uh her twist that we uh want to mention, Kelly, Nathan?
3: Nope. Um
4: All they right. called it that we should have known <laughs> in that in that one press conference season 1. Dot dot told us that there was gonna be an Oliver Twist parody.
1: But we forgot we remember that because we have short term (laughs) memory. And also because after we watch these episodes and review them, we never watch them again. Yeah, that's (laughs) true.
3: Hi, this is Slappy Squirrel, and unfortunately you're listening to the Animaniacast. Hey
1: everyone. We've been doing our Patreon for a little bit over a year now, and we've collected creator commentaries for 50 Animaniacs episodes with Tom Ruger and other special guests like Paul Rugg, John P. McCann, and Lenore Robinson. And to celebrate, we have a limited time offer to help bring over some of our listeners to check out the fun Every patron in the $4 tier and up will be getting a bonus Animaniacs vinyl decal this month. Now, these decals are made by hand, and they're usually reserved just for the patrons who donate $10 or more each month. But if you sign up before February 20th, you'll not only get access to 50 Animaniacs show commentaries, bonus videos, bonus audio of like me nathan and kelly talking about just nerdy stuff but you'll also get a free animaniacs decal and you can get other perks if you want such as signed animaniacs trading cards from tom ruger you'll also get opportunities to vote on episodes that we review and chances to ask tom Ruger any questions you have about his work there's so much stuff on our patreon and so much more to come but to get this special offer and get a free Animaniacs decal, you'll need to sign up once again by February 20th. Now, you can cancel at any time, but we're confident that once you see all the cool stuff there, you're not going to want to leave. So, thank you so much for your support, and hopefully, we'll see you over there at patreon.com slash animaniacast. <laughs>
2: Shut up. That's John Mariano. He's the voice of Bobby from the Good Feathers. And you're listening to the Animaniacast. cast. <laughs> <Ugh. sighs> Will you untie me now? Shh, call it. I'm listening to the program.
1: Well, let's go ahead and uh, get to our Pinky in the Brain segment. And that is called Plight of Hand. <laughs> And Plight of Hand was written by Kathleen Chen. Brian Polk and Wellesley Wilde was directed by Brett Barron. And uh, Kelly, what happens here in Plight of Hand?
3: Okay. Uh, in the brain. Um, well, brain, I guess, uh, is up to another scheme to take over the world.
0: Using optogenetics, I will fire this modified blue light laser at your amygdala. By activating the neurons that cause aggression, I'll finally have an assistant with a true killer instinct.
3: He starts by using this like ray gun and he blasts Eggwind in the, the head, and that didn't do what he wanted it to do. I can't remember what happened to Eggwind. He becomes like a, he becomes, this a Hulk.
1: Is, yeah, he becomes oh, a right. Hulk like creature and he grabs it. He grabs an oxygen tank, puts it over his head, and then becomes small again and says farewell or whatever, and then crashes through the floor, which then made me think. That's just an oxygen tank. Like, how cheap are the floors in the Acme Labs that you can't withstand the weight of an oxygen tank falling two inches? To pretty, the floor?
3: pretty bad floors. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're
1: not investing their money correctly in an Acme Labs.
3: Well, whoa. Yeah, I kind of don't know why I couldn't remember what happened to him. Um, I remember him being blasted in the head, and then <laughs> I don't know. So, anyway, so then he blasts Pinky and at first it doesn't seem like anything happened and uh then pinky's hands reach out like try to strangle brain and um his eyes bug out of his head and everything and he realizes that the um the hands are the only part that's been affected
0: fascinating somehow only your hands have acquired a killer instinct they now have a mind of their own and are functioning independently as if you are destiny's child and your hands are beyonce
3: oh, ooh, nice reference brain they keep doing all sorts of strange crazy things like you know trying to hurt brain destroy the lab brain ties them up and pinky's like my hands don't like being tied up like this and then uh he starts scurrying away and falls out the window and gets into a convenience store and you don't see exactly what happens um but you see like the action around the convenience store and things blow up and ambulances come and all this drama and then um pinky makes it back to the the lab and so brain is trying to come up with some new ideas and pinky's hands react to each plan uh
0: then what say you to changing the earth's rotation with a giant electromagnet
3: i
2: don't get it but i love it
0: now ah roger that how about causing society to crumble by altering the dna of a deadly insect okay then then help me take over the world, not as my assistants or rivals, but as partners. Shall we shake on it? Talk to the hand, because the Pinky can't physically
3: control them anymore. So they are going to Bethesda, Maryland. And Pinky starts rattling off all the names of the places that are there. And he fails to recall the National Institutes of Health, right? Yes. Which I I was thrown. I is it really plural? National Institutes of Health, because that's what the sign said, and that's what they said.
1: I did, I, didn't I just think always thought so. it was institute. I, I always thought it was institute as well, but
3: yeah, it, that bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> I just...
1: um, when I googled it, it came out
4: as National Institutes of Health. So there we go. I mean, oh, that's I what, see. Yeah, that's what NIH.gov says. So
3: okay, well. I learned something. Um, that's important to know for Jeopardy because they'll get you on that yep. extra S. lack thereof. Yes. So they get into the lab and Brain's starting to, you know, he get, finds a mosquito and going to figure out what to do. But then Pinky just starts taking control and doing all the things. And so Brain sits back and, and kind of relaxes. And uh, but. Then it's like Pinky's hands have a mind of their own. And I don't know, they start like a fire in the lab and start all this chaos. And Pinky tries to stop him. and
0: Pinky, stop fooling around and bring back that bug. Okie smart smarty jokey.
3: Ow! Ow! Hey, don't make me come down there. Ow! Uh, things get crazy. And um, he's been... Utterly betrayed by Pinky. and Pinky, are you out here? Rain! I'm over here on this chubby little plane. Then there's this ride in the helicopter. and Pinky tries to... Or Pinky's hands, I should say. Try to throw him out of the helicopter. And starts to go down. And, and Pinky falls to the ground. And the brain thinks he's dead and um, starts to cry and, you know, says that he wants to say three. So oh, no, I'm sorry. He, he says the three words earlier. He says uh, the three words were, um, that was cool. is what he <laughs> says.
0: Pinky. There are three little words I've never said to you before. That was cool.
3: But he, he kind of reaches his hand out and, And uh, puts it on Pinky's face and he's got tears all in his eyes and Pinky wakes up and he's fine except now he's got a bump on his head and uh, his hands are back to normal and so Brain says well you had a concussion and so that I guess sort of repaired your amygdala and um, now the hands are fine again.
1: Well there we go. So so, uh, a lot of a not not really a lot of references in this one. I mean, there's plight of hand, which uh, you know, of course, according to the wiki notes, is of course a uh, you know reference to sleight of hand, but also plight of man. Which
4: yeah, they I didn't just said really sleight of much. hand, and I was like, oh, I think plight of man is also a thing. It's it a- <laughs> is. Oh yeah, Nathan
1: put that in. Okay, well, Nathan, I added the
4: plight of man part. They well, just said sleight of hand.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I'm like plight of plight of hand. Well, Plight of Man is a book – I don't know. It's like a religious book, isn't it? Yeah, it's some some sort of religious thing. And I was like, I don't really know what it is, but it is a thing. It is a thing. It is a – if you combine those two things, you get the title of today's episode. Um, Let's see. Uh, They did mention uh, Silence of the Lambs, I should say, uh, with Pinky ripping off faces. Ew.
2: Remember that scene in Silence of the Lambs? It was just like that. Except I didn't need to steal anyone's face. My hands just did it for fun.
1: That was kind of gruesome for a pinky in the brain. I,
3: I actually thought that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs>
1: thought but it was a bit gruesome, but. But yes. you know me. Yes. I was <laughs> like, I hope that's not true because that's. I can't. I can't. Because I, immediately I, I see that in my brain and going, oh no, I, I don't want a picture. Pinky doing that to people.
4: Hello, Clarice.
1: <laughs> there was a <laughs> there was a reference to flossing in this one, so you know, floss
4: floss, everyone.
1: Yeah, dentists recommend. <laughs> um. Anyway, that 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 was that's about it for for references. I I, I think, uh, I, but that's 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 it uh what did you guys think about this episode or this uh pinky the brain cartoon i should say uh nathan let's start with you uh, i
4: learned uh all sorts of things that are in maryland that you could do
1: so that was pretty cool a whole you list. did know a lot about maryland
4: yeah for the, you know for being uh insane i don't know pretty genius things. The, the insane ideas were like calling a dog to stand on top of it and things like that and pretending to be lunch. Those are the insane ideas. So I don't know who the genius is.
1: <laughs> well, I did. Uh, I did like that thing of, of him uh, to a point of, of the hands slapping uh, brain to tell him that's a bad idea up mm-hmm. until that last slap where the brain really gets this Huge, welt on his cheek. You know, like I'm like, "ow, that's, a, that's no good but yeah
4: uh, but yeah it was uh it was cute uh i liked uh pinky
1: <laughs> <laughs> well it was definitely a good episode for like i said at the beginning of today's episode it's a great episode for uh pinky and the brain shippers because th- he does the brain kisses his hand or at least you hear a kiss and then he mm-hmm. touches his cheek and of course in the oliver whackover twist or whatever they you know, the Pinky's happy that they're they're married, married and stuff, yeah. so
2: I'm so happy we're living in blissful matrimony and <laughs> the accent don't seem so out of place for once. Love And,
4: and they, there was like Brain you would think is gonna say I love you when he says, Oh, there's three little words I've never said to you before. And then that, you know, as Kelly was saying. But I think I think the implementation like if you're supposed to like whenever anyone says that in a movie, three little words I've never said, or, you know, it's always, I love you. Right. Like, Oh, well, maybe, I don't know. I think it was a, a subtle hint again to that. He was
1: going to say, I love you, but he couldn't say it. So he said, still said, uh, instead said, uh, that was cool. So I I, right. I like the brain I like that. I uh, just like the brain saying that was cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Like <laughs> uh, so, but, uh, and of course, uh, Pinky saying he's never been to Paris, Texas, was uh, a, f- mm-hmm. a fun thing.
2: Yeah. Oh, I never got to see Paris, yeah. Texas.
1: Uh, but yeah, uh, you can't survive a, a nice trivia point. So <laughs> it's one thing I can learn about cartoon characters: they cannot survive s- certain long falls from locations, but you can totally survive a helicopter crash, which seems almost more horrific than actually falling out of the helicopter to begin with. Uh, but Kelly, anything yeah. uh, else in this episode that you forgot to mention or anything that you liked about it?
3: Mm, no, I can't think of anything else to mention.
1: All right. Well, I guess let's go ahead and get straight to our Water Tower rating. <laughs> out of out of five water towers how many would you give this episode of the animaniacs reboot kelly why don't we start with you today
3: i'm gonna go with two and that's pretty harsh for me i think um probably one of my lower scores it just didn't find all that funny um and again i'm not that familiar with oliver so i i didn't enjoy the musical aspect i i could see kind of what they were going for um but all the gruel and and nastiness with the gruel and everything and um i did like the the nod to nations of the world and um but but i was even disappointed with pinky in the brain and that's usually where i i find my my favorite part and um anyway i mean it was okay it just wasn't terribly funny there weren't really any lines that stood out to me um Although, I mean, I, I did like the Silence of the Lambs,
0: <laughs>
3: but you know, I I go dark, so I yeah. like that kind of creepy stuff. I don't like gross. I mean, right. you know, but but I like I like creepy. Um, but uh, yeah, I um, yeah, I'm gonna stick with my two.
1: All right, <laughs> well, Nathan, what about you? Um, I'll go up to three and a half. Because wow. I
4: mean, it's a musical, so hey, what's not to like? And it seemed to go by fairly quickly. There was only two <laughs> segments, so uh, <laughs> which was good. And I did like some of the songs, and I did really like the I like the the re- revisit of Nations of the World. Was just fun. Um, and yeah, Pink the Brain was fine. Like, so yeah, three and a half today.
1: So. All right, three and a half. I will go for uh, uh, two and a half. Um, and that's just because like, you know, all the concepts were there. I, I liked the idea of a musical, but it just wasn't, it just wasn't good. <laughs> you know? I just didn't like its execution and certainly not the way it just kind of ended with yet another meta line of, you know, stuff. It didn't really feel like I'm used to animating X musicals that I'm used to, like Wacko's Wish or any of the other, uh, Musicals from the original series had a beginning, middle, and end with an iris out, and it it doesn't break this forth. The the show just keeps wanting to, you know, lean back on the the meta stuff, and I just, I'm just kind of done with that. I just wanted to do its, you know, tell me a story, beginning, middle, and end, and make it funny. I feel that this, the, the songs, I thought for the most part were pretty good, but I just wish the show. The, especially that Whackover one was just funnier. And the, the the pinky and the brain one was was fine, but like Kelly said, it wasn't one of the stronger ones. Uh so two and a half for me. I almost want to get it at two point seven five, but we don't do that on this show. We stay at the point five. That's how we do it, right, Nathan? We don't do <laughs> that's that. That's
4: right. Uh, so far we're at a we're at a two point six seven overall. So I think that's pretty close. Yeah, that's Although,
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah. I'll, give, I'll go I'll go with that average. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Well, uh, I think it's time to get to our contact information. Nathan, where can people find you online? Oh, Joey,
4: I'm so glad you asked, because yes. I'm on
1: Twitter. F D. That's me. All right, and Kelly, what about you?
3: I'm also on Twitter, Yoda YodaPrincess, Y-O-D-A-P-R-N-C-S-S, or email me, Kelly, at BigShinyRobot.com.
1: All right, and as for the cast, we're on Twitter and the Facebooks, and the Instagram, and other stuff. (laughs) And of course you you can subscribe to us on any podcast player out there. And if you'd like to discuss uh, Animaniacs, or really anything pop culture with us, you can head on over to the Retro Zap Podcast Discord server. Yes, yes indeed. We're a proud member of the RetroZap Podcast Network, and uh, if you want to head over there to talk with us, you can go to discord.animaneycast.com that gives you the welcome link so you can talk to us or anybody else in those groups and some really nice community of really positive people And if you really are a super fan of us and love to support our podcast and get a lot of great bonus audio as well uh, head on over to patreoncom animanicast you'll get bonus audio and other cool bonuses as well. Such as signed Animaniacs trading cards and Animaniacs decals. Ooh, Vito. All at patreon.com slash animaniacast. Well, that'll do it for today's episode. So for Nathan and Kelly, this is Joey saying, Good
3: night everybody! Good night, everybody.
1: Good night, everybody.
3: Goodnight, everybody.